I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. to the Wiseman Save Preview Show and um, we're back slightly later than usual to preview uh, the trip to Middlesbrough on Sunday pretty much morning um, and have a quick look back at the transfer window but not too much because it's been done to death. Um, I'm joined, joining me and Frank here is uh, Richard Easterbrook. Hello Richard. Hello, you're right. Yes, I'm okay. I've just got in from work. This is coming. Hi. Yes, well, I'm, I'm I'm still at work, so that's that. Well, of... yes, if you are, if your boss Gary is listening, then you know you weren't at work, obviously. Um... No, you broke up there. Sorry. Oh, I, I was just saying you were taking a break. That <laughs> right? <I'm> just <laughs> did you think I was just meeting it with the Stony Silence? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's because I, I I'd not clicked the thing to say it was okay to record this, so I think I clicked that, and then it seemed to break the. Uh, the okay. In- the internet computer. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Say, having a nice fr- it's Friday as well, which is even more commitment. Rich is drinking from a big bottle of milk again. Um, <laughs> are you having a nice Friday? Did you enjoy the transfer window? Um, I, I, I didn't enjoy it. Um, I watched I watched Sky Sports News like for the first time in in ages, and. God, that's that place has lost its luster. It's terrible. I don't know whether I, I don't know whether I've grown out of it. Maybe I have, but it was just there was like just four people in a studio trying to be mates with each other. Yeah, it was really oh, weird. They were playing darts. Tell us who signed for Nottingham Forest and go home. Yeah, they were playing darts with each other and stuff. I think partly because there wasn't many stories breaking. They were very yeah. glad of Could that. Turn off then. Put the Simpsons on or something. <laughs> Wait, they, they um, they were very glad of that Formula One story. I think. Because they spent most of the day talking about Ayrton Senna or whoever's leaving some team. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> about four. Yeah. It's a yeah, it's Jean Alessi. Jean right, yes. Right. Um, but yeah, um, the business we did, I think the signings we made it all right. Like you know the um, the styles is seems to be. Utility player, fair enough, bring them in. Um, mm-hmm. The lad from Leeds, we need to cover in that position, so I don't have an issue with that. And the, um, I've forgotten his name, the exciting winger we've signed, Romain. Oh, uh, Romain Mundley. Yes, um, he looks quite exciting. I don't think it's a position that we massively needed to strengthen in, and I think we've neglected other areas. But the additions mm-hmm. I've got no issue with, but I just think we've left ourselves short again, to be honest. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I don't have, as as you say, I don't have any problems at all with the players that have that have come in, but it, the the failure to bring in a centre forward and a defensive midfielder is just it's just glaring. You can't look beyond it. And how many? And it's just deja vu because we find ourselves sitting here on, you know, early February, going, well, they've not done it again. Yeah, I just. Uh... Uh, like, there's nothing really to say anymore because it's like mm. they're obviously not. It's almost, so I was going to say it's almost funny, but it's not. It's not funny. It it's not I mean, because the the data, you know, they were all told that there's a data led approach. How is that data not telling you you need to sign a centre midfielder and a, a centre forward to put it? Even said today that we don't convert the chances we create. But mm-hmm. get someone that will then. They would play some really good stuff, and like we've been absolute rot for weeks, and we're like. We could go fifth on Sunday. Yeah. Like it seems to be like they've just given up again and bought like, oh, it's fine, we can develop these, which is okay, you know, that I get it, I, I do to a point. But it's like there were players there and I don't think that press conference I didn't watch it. <laughs> but from what he said, I don't think he's really helped himself, to be honest. Speakman. Mm. I I understand he was a bit more um not apologetic, but kind of accepting that we were in the market for strikers and cost became an issue and kind of a responsibility to 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 be, you know, sustainable and know that every player has its cost and probably not you know, you don't want to kind of break the bank to get a player. Um That's fair enough to an extent. It, it, it doesn't yeah, it doesn't have to be that way, does it? Like sometimes you have to. Like sometimes mm. you think, oh like if we give this a really good go. We we do stand a chance. I'm not saying other part, and there seems to be at the minute no sort of balance. It's always like if you think we should sign a striker, people think you seem to think we should pay sixty grand a week for someone. I'm not saying like you know plunge the club into like massive difficulty, but you take a bit of a punt and be like, this doesn't work. You know, we're hoping this is the thing that's going to do it for us. If it doesn't work. We tried. It's not going to be the end of the world. There's a balance there to be had, I think. You know, I'm not saying... Wanting to sign a midfielder and a striker isn't the same as going, oh, we should buy, like, people for £8 million who might be shit. Mm. Like, that's not the point that I think people are making. And you can't just throw the leveller of, well, before Speakman were in League Ones. Like, how long are you going to say that for? Like, it's just... Because... Like we shouldn't really, we shouldn't have been in League One for four seasons anyway, regardless. And then you can just look back at any team and go, "Oh, well, that team years ago was much better than this one." Like yeah. you can't just keep doing that. I get it. You know, he's he's done some good stuff. Um, you brought some good players in, and we've held on to Clark and um, obviously Robert signed a new deal, but and Neil, but it's like we've held on to Clark, but. You know, you're quite stubborn and rightly so, but it's like, well, why almost sometimes? You're like, well, because you're probably going to go in the summer. If you bought someone to play with him up front, we might get promoted and then he might stay. I don't know. Like, it just seems a bit... I think it's great that they've kept Jack Clark and he obviously is a massive chance. He's one of our biggest chances of making the playoffs, but we're giving ourselves a hell of a lot more if we just... Brought someone in to convert the chances he and Roberts create. Yeah, I think that Monday would have been a 
I don't know whether he was like an insurance policy in Maybe. case in case someone did come in uh, on on Thursday with a you know a sizable offer for Clark that that we couldn't have turned down. Um, you know, being well aware of the fact that a, a, a good chunk of it has to go to Spurs yeah. as well. So, in that in that respect, it's you know we seem to, we seem to have a pot a, a, pench, a penchant for for signing for signing wingers and maybe because they're more freely available or. Maybe we've got really good data in that department. Do you but think? See, the I, I don't understand. No, I was. I just don't understand how it always seemed to be stacked in midfield and on the wings, and and not in two pretty key areas of the pitch, which is like two specialist roles as well, which yeah. is a strike a striker and a defensive midfielder. And and by by their own admission, the club have said that the two lads in there in the defensive role, Equa and and Dan Neal, aren't. Defensive midfielders. Oh. I think it's pretty clear that they're not, you know, the two right. good players. Um, I know we changed it a little bit on Saturday and played um, played like three across the midfield, but you still need one of those to be the furthest back and the one that can, you know, cut passing lanes and and block block moves before they before they happen, you know, and break play up. Yeah, we just don't have that, and it's you know, side any 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 decent side worth its salt would probably exploit that yeah I think like the midfield one's just so strange it's like I'd, I'd, I think I'd give Sealed the run and with like the Kirchhoff role that he played yeah well he looks he looks quite comfortable on the ball no he does um, he does he just doesn't have you know he doesn't have the, the wing sort of play to, to do it right back I was just touching on what, yeah. what you said before there like the winger situation now we're always stacked. It's like this is where I think sometimes the the obsession with developing these players for a profit is getting in the way of the balance of the squad because it's like oh we can develop these and sell them on for a profit. Yeah, but we've got like six wingers now. Yeah, <laughs> like you could do this with a midfielder. Um, the dog stands telly on. It's quite funny. <laughs> what's what's he watching? Point. Oh, he likes that. Um. <laughs> And uh, it's quite annoying, actually. For every time I oh, um, and uh, but it just like seems to be an imbalance. It's like, oh, yeah, we can develop. You know, he's a good. This is a good buy. It's like, yeah, but we could. But it's like going into a shop and like buying like twenty five t shirts because they were a really good price, and just not buying any trousers. Yeah, it's like you're gonna look like a moron, like because oh, I've got great t shirts. Yeah, man, but you know. You need to sort that out because like it's fundamental to the to the outfit um, yeah. and to getting arrested. Um, but I think like I don't have an argument. I don't have any criticism of the incomings, like the actual ones we brought in, because uh. I don't know anything about them for a start. Um, but I, I think that there's obviously a lot about them, and there's reasons why they've brought them in, etc. I just think we're sure, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, what we do have now is a little bit of versatility and some also some opportunity, some a little bit of choice on the left hand side. Yeah. Um, I know that I know, obviously, like Azrielise is is injured, and as is Dennis Sergan. Um, but without those in the team, you've only got Pierre Equa, um, and Patrick Roberts that are left footed on the team, and it does yeah. look pretty odd, especially when Roberts isn't playing at the moment. Like you've got one left footer on the team, and it looks really <laughs> weird because you've got. You know, you've got Jack Clark, who's who is dominant on his right, 
so he'll cut it inside and there's nobody on the overlap to to put a ball in. Now Clark is good at putting a ball in with his left, cutting cutting yeah. down to the byline and, and cutting across, but you just look, it does look weird. And I know that... It's more of a dink can, ball, isn't it? Yeah, it is, because it was a little chip rather than a, rather than a whip or a driven yeah. cross. I can yeah you know, I can say that O nine is is you know he's he's pretty level with both feet in terms of those diagonals that he can play. Yeah. Um, but you need you need a bit of balance, and I think defensively, the the likes of of Leo Hielder and um, and Callum Styles might bring a little bit more balance to that that the, the back end of the team. Yeah. Um, no, we, think- we do have we do have um, we do have Caddy from. Uh, from Barnsley, who's who's provided his uh, thoughts on on Callum Styles. Oh, do we? Shall we go to him now? We'll go to him now because he's he's got some good stuff to say about him, and then uh, we'll come back and talk more about Bob Burrow. Yeah, good idea. All right, right. seen a bit. Hey, lads, uh, Caddy here from Transfer Zine. Uh, got a few questions to answer. About Callum Styles, now he's joined Sunderland on loan. Uh, first question was about how uh, what's his best position. Sorry, so what Styles' best position? Uh, in my opinion, his best position is left wing back. Uh, that's where he played for Barnsley in our sort of most successful recent season when we got to the playoffs in the Championship. He was playing left wing back in a in a back five or a back three, um, but he sees himself as more like a central player, and that's where he plays for Hungary. Uh, he's never really stood out to me there compared to like the three centimetres we've got um, and he's never really played there um, or had a big run of games there for Barnsley uh, I believe that's where he played for Millwall and we'll come on to that a little bit later um, but in terms of like could he play a defensive midfield which is another question that a lot of people are wondering at Sunderland um, like very possibly he's got all like the technical ability for it um, he's good with both feet he's like is what I describe as like an all-rounder um, so like his passing's good his dribbling's good his finishing from range is particularly like what I'd say one of his like standout um, attributes. Like he gets the odd goal from uh, outside the box. Um, the only things that could maybe hinder him in that position in the championship are uh, he's a bit smaller in stature, um, so you know like he could sort of lose those aerial battles if you play in a team who sort of plays like that. Um, but he does get himself out a bit, uh, especially when he's motivated. And I'd say like the biggest problem with him at Barnsley for the last few years is he was in a championship playoff team at one point and then he found himself getting relegated the following season and then he went on loan to Millwall um, where from what I can tell like had a pretty decent stint at first and then he picked up a bad injury um, that's pretty much all I know about that one and then he's back at Barnsley where we've sort of we've planned the team around him sort of not being there and then through like one reason or another he sort of ended up back at us where he's sort of playing one game at left wing back then at centre mid again then at left wing back and I think his head sort of isn't really in it or his heart maybe isn't really in it as much because um, I think he sees himself as a championship player and especially with his hopes of going to the Euros with Hungary um, to sum up basically if I was a Sunderland fan um, the optimist in me would be saying we're picking up someone who's 24 who well 23 turning 24 um, if you do sign him permanently it'll be relatively cheap for a player of his calibre to say he's got like hungry caps and he's played in the championship before Um he has played loads of games in the in League Two, in League One, and nearly got promoted from the Championship and had Prem teams after him. So you could argue that. The pessimist in me would be saying we're, we're signing a guy who's 24 and not really nailed down a proper position for himself. 
and hasn't really set League One alight this year. So you could argue that as well, but then you could argue he maybe just needs a fresh start. So it's one of those. I think a loan signing with a view to buying permanently probably works out really good for you guys. Um, Because if he does go to to you guys and uh, do really well, then you've got the option to sign him. Uh, I think on our end, the release clause was like rumoured to be about two million. But I think given that his contract will be up in a year when he comes back off loan, I'm sure you guys will have some uh, room to manoeuvre there in terms like your negotiation position. And uh, last little thing to plug the magazine, uh, it's at T R A S F E R T A Z I N E Transfertazine on Twitter. Uh, it's like a little fanzine type of thing. We do like football and travel stories uh, and like stories from like the wider reaches of the game. Latest magazines got like issues from um, Latvia and from Norway uh, and Spain. Stories from places like that. Uh, so a little bit further afield than usual. It's sort of like imagine a club fanzine uh, without a club. That's the only way I can describe it, basically. Uh, and one last shout out to my friend Liam Moir, who is a Sunderland fan from university. Or Moyer, I don't know if you, again, I don't know what it is with surnames, I can't pronounce them today. Um, I know he's a massive Sunderland fan, he'll probably listen to this. Uh, so, yeah, have a good one, lads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So, to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the Wiseman Say podcast. Thanks to Caddy for that. Uh, he's on Twitter at Caddy WMC. So it's a worker man's club. Yeah, wonder if he's a CIU approved. <laughs> I hope so. Affiliated. Affiliated, yeah. Paying you 10 pence at the door. Yeah, I know. I'm a member, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still not am. The, yeah. Not the Caddy WMC. I don't know where that is. Barnsley, I presume. Um, but uh, no, the um, Millview. So yeah, nah, good in that. Don't go though. Yeah. Love working men's clubs. Yeah, they're good for a bit, and then it's like it feels like I'm in a home now. <laughs> <laughs> so really warm in here. Is anyone else really warm? Like really warm. You have to have the lights on really bright in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um. Rounds up the Barnsley and Working Men's Club section of the pod, and uh, we'll move on now to uh, the A19 and Middlesbrough. Um, it seems like we play Middlesbrough like every week. Um, it does doesn't feel that long since the four nil. Doesn't feel that long at all. I think. Uh, when was that? When was that? October, yeah, September. Yeah, October maybe. Yeah, seems I'm to have come along quickly. <laughs> 
I think like it's a tricky one this because I've watched Burr a few times and I'm like they're not they don't seem great but then they'll pull the results out of the bag and they'll go on a run. I think that's what the that's what they do they do under Carrick. He seems to be quite streaky in terms of yeah. the runs that go on. Like they had a terrible start and then picked right up, went into the playoffs at one point, I think, or went above us. Um and then tailed away again, but then, you know, got the cup semi final. Um all right, yeah, they, they lost. Um but they gave a good account of themselves against Villa in the FA Cup. And then they drew it home to Rotherham. So I, I I don't really know what I expect from Middlesbrough. All I know is that we usually lose this game, um, especially away. I think it's been ooh, 2000 and, 2005, the last time we beat them in the league away. Is that well, right? Was that the, the Arco? The Arco free yeah. kick? And Liam Miller scored. Tommy Miller did, didn't he? Oh, uh, no. Or was it Liam I, Miller? It might be. So, I don't know. Uh, we definitely won that because we won four games that season. It won't be particularly difficult to... <laughs> three games. Three games. I'll, I'll call it up. I'll call it up on games, the old internet. We beat Middlesbrough, West Brom and Fulham. Yeah. And I, saw I don't know if we've beaten them away since. We have in the cup. We beat them in extra time, obviously, when Sesson Young scored. Yeah, I remember that. It was you. Were, you're right. It was uh, no, I was right. It was Tommy Miller scored after two minutes, and then Julio Arca scored um, yeah. with his famous ladder celebration. Uh, of course, Liam Miller was the the keen time. It was a few years later, wasn't it? Yeah, we hadn't signed him by this point. Yeah, so. uh, it's easy to forget Tommy Miller. Yeah, according to. Uh, <laughs> According to the Premier League, uh, we played a 3-6-1 formation. That's quite bold. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just going with the players in the normal positions. So uh, you had Kelvin Davis in goal, um, Gary Breen, Caldwell. Davis going to be physically ill this team. (laughs) Defence. And in midfield, I don't know. This is obviously... (laughs) just Nodsworthy in midfield. In midfield of Nairon Nodsworthy, Christian (laughs) Vasilla, Andy Gray, Dean Whitehead, Tommy Miller and Julio Arga. With uh, Stephen Elliott up front, Andy Great anger in the midfield. <laughs> I think what it would have been is very much a four-four-two. I imagine, yes, I, I believe so. Um, well, that was—I think that was the last time we beat them in the league. There is that right? Have you found that out as well? I haven't found that out, but I'll, I'll find that out for you. This is what this is. Most people would do this before. Um, yeah. Before well, um, we're doing our. But I can't think of a time when we, we have, apart from that cup game. I know we've, I've been loads of times where we've drawn and lost. Um, but that's the only win I can remember. Um, Not amongst yourselves. Does everyone have a nice Christmas? It was some FA Cup. FA Cup in 2012, we won 2-1. I know, well, that's the one. I'm yeah, yeah, it's the one you've said. Um, Middlesbrough v Sunderland. Uh, yeah, it was 2006. Yeah, so... Well, uh, 2005, yeah. Yeah, so I was spot on there. So, uh, yeah. You know, stop clock twice a day and all that. Um, well, Excellent. it's nearly 20 years since we won at the Riverside in the league. Um, Roberts is back pending getting through training today, um, which I imagine he either has or hasn't now. So <laughs> it's like... He's listening now with the ice pack on his, on his hands. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <not> men, lads. <laughs> um, so that's... a 
obviously a positive because you know he's he comes back in for me, but he might not be fit enough to start. And obviously, Bar had a really good game last week, so it's not a bad yeah. thing. Have a lot of competition there. People inform, um, and obviously, Styles is not available. Um, so it might well be as it was in the middle um, <laughs> with uh, Neil and Equa. Oh, come on. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and, uh, I think, um, well, I think Mundley is available to play, isn't he? I don't know if he yes. got his international clearance, but. I presume so. They haven't said there's presume. been any issues with that. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, that's an option. I think it would be really harsh on Barr to, to on his best best yeah. performance in some. It just happened to him, though, this. Yeah. Sorry, son. <laughs> Sorry, son, but Patrick's back now. <laughs> Robert's just like, I right. hey, sit down, son. <laughs> He's from Castle. He's actually from is. Oh, Barry, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell by talking to him, but... No, it just it, it, sometimes the accent slips out, like, when he's... Yeah. When he's had a few... Way. I want to... The... Uh, so, yeah. Obviously, my end has gone out on loan, so that um, probably opens the door a little bit more for Hamir to, to make an impact when the subs are made. Um, and, obviously, Mateta has gone, so there's no cover there now. And Triantus has... Yeah. Departed. He's not died. He's like he's, dead. he's just got the hibs. Um, and yeah, I'd, in terms of the, t- I, I don't know what what I expect from Bale. To be honest, team wise, I don't think Roberts will start purely with a bit of muscular injury he's been out with as well. Um, and it's going to be quite a frantic game, you'd think. It always is. Um, but yeah, what you're expecting, really? Well, just we- just that it's going to be a bit. You know, there's going to be a lot of players trying to prove prove themselves, and also there's going to be a bit of, you know, trying to prove ourselves as a as a better team than we were in you know earlier on in the season because we were, you know, completely humbled. Um, it was like, a really not- good first half. That like mm. the game was really good. It was it was shaping up to be like an excellent game of football. Um, the referee spoiled. The referee did ruin it. Yeah, and he was referee in yeah. the end night and I just get like this irrational anger whenever I see him um, but it was a really good game both sides were trying to win it um, and it was end to end and could have gone either way going into the second half so kind of hopefully it kind of it pans out a bit like that we did collapse in the second half quite meekly um, so that'll be on the minds of the players hopefully they're wanting to put that right Um Dan Nail's probably not going to say anything. I would have thought in this game. Yeah, just just keep quiet. Uh, yeah, which is wrong. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm not too. I wouldn't say too worried about it. I, I always worry about going to Middlesbrough because of our just atrocious record at the Riverside. Um, but a lot will depend, I think, on the first twenty minutes, half an hour. Um, in terms of you don't want to go behind in this game usually because it can be very difficult then to to get a foothold on it, especially, you know, with a kind of lack of form we've been in. Although remarkably we are really close to fifth place still. Um and we did play quite well last week against Stoke, so Bale I think deserves a bit of credit for that. And um he's kind of probably a little bit pleased the transfer windows come along because it's kind of kept him out of the, the limelight this week. Um yeah, it's been like completely distracted from 
you know, it's, this isn't a game I, I get to. Like, this is completely different uh, to, to the washing machine of emotions that you get for. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, but it's, it is still quite but, like, you know, uh, it's still. You a, don't want to lose, do you? Not really, no. Like, we do, though, quite regularly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to find out who the referee is. Um, it better so, not yeah. be him, that loser from Australia. No, it's um, no, it's not. It's Darren England. Right. Oh well, from England, it's the Ashes then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With, um, uh, Edward Smart and Nick Nick Greenhall. Ah, uh, Eddie Smart. Eddie mm. Smart. Mm. So predictions. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I think I'd like I'd like to. I think we're going to draw this two two. Oh, but yeah, quite fun. I'd go along with that. Yeah. Mm. We we should do a bet on that, I think. Um, first goal scorer, Dan Neal. Phil Stamp for me. Phil Stamp, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steve Vickers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robbie Musto with the second one for Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to whinge about, or say is good, or pretend is good, or? Uh, no, we had. Uh, we put out a, um, a post on on Twitter earlier, X, stupid thing, um, earlier about what people thought of the transfer window. I oh, think yeah. it was u- universally, um, like you, you'd look at there, the average of a of a rating out of ten, you were looking at four out of ten, five out of ten. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd rate it just mediocre. Yeah, I think people echoed what what we've just said. Like happy with the incomings, but we needed that striker. Um, I was going to go through and read a couple of them out, but there's quite a lot of them, and I can't yeah, bother. Should we just not? You can just go on Twitter and read them. Yeah, I've, right. I retweeted them. So yeah. Friday night, it's, yes. people have got stuff to do. Um, no, um, we, we've had a re- couple of requests. We're, we're obviously going away next week, so we could maybe do some kind of podcast on our journey, which would be quite funny. Yeah, preview. Yeah, definitely on the train. I think would be quite nice. Yeah, I just I don't know who'd who'd put that out. Yeah, you would have <laughs> to take the laptop. Um, <laughs> we should email it to the listeners and get them to put it out. Yeah, just release the it? raw the raw footage. Oh no, oh no, no! <laughs> it's just like when you disappeared off Twitter randomly. Like, oh God, what's he done? <laughs> is, is, is it the chat? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't look at the news. Don't look, don't, don't turn the don't turn the news on. <laughs> Um, right, and on that note, um, all I have to say is um, enjoy the trip to Middlesbrough, so no one ever. And uh, I was going to say Merry Christmas, <laughs> all the best, all the best, and thanks very much for listening.
best way to give someone a gift they'll never forget is to give a gift they'll always use. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full-zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. And a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. But American Giant makes a lot more than just hoodies. They have impossibly comfy sweaters, classic tees, soft structured sweatpants, even classic everyday denim. All made right here in the USA, with a quality you'll have to feel to believe. Be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code GRATEFULAG23.